0: Welcome to Grease Bomb Girls, a podcast. This podcast contains the ramblings of four over 40 sisters. We are unpolished, opinionated, and still eager to learn a few things from each other and our guests if we let them get a word in. This is a roundtable discussion which may involve a few cocktails and hopefully a lot of laughs. First topic, middle children. I have one, I am one. Of course, like everything else growing up, I can't just be one by myself because my younger sister claims to be a middle child too. The one thing we can agree on is that middle children are becoming extinct. Back in the 70s, we filled those rear-facing station wagon seats with family units of four or more kids, but now it's oversized SUVs with two children per family, leaving no room for us middle children or our syndrome. Follow us on Instagram, Grease Bomb Girls, or look up greasebombgirls.com. Okay, it's recording. <laughs> Hi, this is our first attempt at uh, the Grease Bomb Girls podcast. My name's Lisa
1: Griesbaum Strollmeyer. I am Libby Griesbaum Muller. Um,
2: I'm Lisa's offspring, Evie Strollmeyer.
1: <laughs> she already
0: told me that I'm being weird. So.
1: And my niece, yeah, my beautiful and niece. niece.
0: Well, it's actually St. Patrick's Day today that we're recording, so we're all sitting here. Cheers, cheers, to green. That. And Libby and I are drinking Guinness. I brought Evie a green yeah. solo cup, but she have said she a Flask She's before. independent like that. And that leads into part of uh, our topic today and why it's the three of us. It's about middle children. Or we're going to talk about middle children. Libby and I always kind of have a back- and forth, a back and forth, not really argument, but which one of us is truly the middle child. I guess we've kind of came to an agreement that we both are. Well, sure. Did we we agree on that? Even though I, (laughs) well, I
1: forced you to agree on that. Your logic was by age, and that's no, no.
0: that wasn't one. Okay, continue. Yeah,
2: you said it was because she had Leslie because I was right, butted
1: up next to the youngest. So by age, which I I don't agree with. I mean, we're both the middle children. We're both sandwiched in between. The oldest and the youngest and
0: so yes we are both the middle children but technically there's
1: more of an age you gap like between the older and like the middle child yes oh my God. well and let's dispute that right now shall we like, who was treated most like a little child in the <laughs> Greasebaum household who was how would she know she wasn't
0: here
2: i have no idea all i remember is that um mom you would always tell me that and you would walk home from school every day and your older sister, Laura, would just drive by you. This is
1: true. Well, yeah. I walked home from school every day and had two sisters drive past me. So, that is not uh, 100% so, true. Who picked
0: me up? Do you remember me telling you that? Who would give me a ride home? Some
2: guy, I don't know. Some guy named
0: Steve <laughs> Willimer. Oh,
2: yeah?
0: He always felt bad for me. And he was in your Aunt Laura's class, but she was so busy. She always had to be somewhere. I probably
1: did drive by you. Yeah, what was she so busy doing? She She, she was working at PSI. She was kind of a dork. Yeah, okay. Okay, (laughs) that explains it. Sure. They're going to love it they're not here for this. The other
2: day, we were looking through, like, the old yearbooks that they have in the office, and we found Aunt Laura's picture. And then Ellie was like, oh, is that... Is that your Aunt Evie? I was like, yeah, but she looks nothing like that anymore, I feel like. Like, she looked like She looked
1: older when she was in high school than she does now. She
2: herself. Like, her hairstyle, I think, made her look
1: older Older. than she was. That happened
0: a lot. I mean, I love my friend Cindy, but she was the same way. She always had short hair and looked very mature when we were younger, and she's had long hair ever since. Agreed. Agreed. But... You uh, hurt my feelings. I don't know. Yeah. Your Aunt Laura... She was always a cute girl, but yeah, she never got, brought me home. She was always too busy for her dorky freshman sister. But on that note, like talking about family, I didn't mention with the Happy St. Patrick's Day that we are half Irish. We are. Did you know well, that? Well,
1: I don't know if we're half. But we are. Well, pretty darn because close. Because yeah.
0: Grandpa Tangney, Tangney's Irish. Huh?
1: Right? A wee bit.
0: It's, it's Irish. <laughs> I looked it up. Okay. And remember when Aunt Susie went to Ireland and was shocked when she came across a bar named Tangs? Yes. So that yes. Le- that was like before Google.
1: And then on our the other side, Grandma was a coffee. Yes,
0: coffee. Which, her parents may have come here from Ireland. Mm-hmm. Because it's somewhere on the family tree of Grandpa's.
1: Huh? On the spectrum of Northern so Europe. So we need to probably migrated. revisit
0: that in the future. But, huh? um, but. Anyway, I'm sure they all had to walk home from school. They didn't have a sibling driving by them. But
1: so did you both know that 52% of presidents are middle children? I did read that. I didn't know. I was surprised by that actually.
2: No, that doesn't. Abraham Lincoln,
1: um, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt, not a president, but Bill Gates. Is a middle child mm. Susan B. Anthony? Is a middle child well, Martin Luther-, Luther
0: King, JFK, speaking president? Yeah, JFK. but Martin, Martin Luther King, yeah, I saw that. Madonna, Madonna. So Laura can't claim that one. You know, I got to claim Madonna. <laughs> Although I, I know she has a lot of siblings, but I did look when in referring to the president, that, in case people are like thinking of our latest president, Joe Biden, obviously mm-hmm. is the oldest of an Irish Catholic. Family. I did know that. I knew he's the oldest, which it didn't, it took me some digging to find that. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't Mm -hmm. on his, it just goes straight to his election in the hospital when his wife passed away. I'm like, no, we need to hear the early years, you know? So it, it took a little more digging on him. Not a lot, but I was just surprised. And then Trump, (laughs) I know he's not president anymore, but he's the the second, no, he's the second to second youngest of five children. Which I thought was a weird way to word it. but mm-hmm. So he, he'd be like Libby, the second youngest, mm-hmm. only she's a four.
1: Yeah, so it's not the same. Not so the same. He's,
0: And the last true middle child who was president, we have to go back to George H.W. Bush. I liked him. Yeah. He, was, he had two brothers and a sister, mm-hmm. but he was the middle child. Um, so it's been a while. So that's but it's still that that's
1: uh you said 52% 52%. Dang. So bringing up George H. Bush Wait, George what'd you call him George H.W. H. George w. Herbert Walker. Bush. Yeah. So not George W. <laughs> Her- so that brings <laughs> up one of my favorite middle children which I don't think you ever she ever got to meet you, but Aunt G no aunt g died in when i was in college yeah okay that's right 97 okay. she never
0: even met kurt okay she so she is one of my
1: favorite middle children
0: what's the order of
1: yes because her brother was younger no they were
0: twins Libby. oh
1: they were twins i wonder
0: who <laughs> but was born i mean first. she
2: could have been born but first. who
0: was uh, aunt sister was the youngest right mm-hmm. which we call her aunt sister because she's a nun right and, and then her grandma, name was Josephine, but we always called her aunt sister. Which, and then
1: grandma. Okay, so I'm wondering who was first her or her brother?
0: Her Uncle Bill. Sorry, I'm drinking my Guinness, if you can hear me swallow. Um, but was grandma the oldest? And I don't Bill know. and G? I think I so. Know. Can I start? I've, like, no, texting I, I, a lifeline? I remember from Bill's obituary, actually, that grandma, I believe, was the oldest. And then aunt g and uncle bill and then aunt sister aunt josephine we never called her that we always called her aunt sister
1: well i'm just intrigued by if she was first or her brother because well, that would put me in the same position oh we'll have to look and That'd my daughter's named after her but why i bring this up is the story of her um, and grandma so they both traveled extensively <laughs> right yeah you, you knew that yeah she was yeah. a fantastic woman Oh My God, she uh, way was way ahead of her time. She I mean, didn't marry till she was in her forties. Um She was the best. And worked, she married
0: a wonderful man. Yes, but she waited. Uncle
1: Bob. Uh he
0: was I wish they would have met him, Evie. They were awesome.
1: Worked for many different companies that were so um, you know, at the forefront. Still at the forefront. Well
0: did they meet at Illinois
1: Bell? Illinois Bell, yeah. but didn't she did she work for AT&T yeah. after that? Yeah. She worked for uh Churchill Downs. Yes. Which is mm-hmm. how we lucked into dirty right. ticket. but they for so traveled a lot. So I'm getting to my story of, you know, they were diehard Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> they did not believe in the moon landing. Did you know this, Evie? No. They thought that was completely staged oh, in a studio in Arizona. Say what? And they were, but they were just wonderful. I mean, she was the only person I know that uh, made pies at 5 a.m. in the morning said the rosary and had smoked half a pack of cigarettes by then <laughs> so that was in her fantastic astray. so anyway diehard democrats they had voted for bill clinton loved bill clinton and they were in texas at the time because my marie lived in texas yes and they were in the mall and you know back then which i'm sure you don't remember at all you came even fathom it wasn't even part of your growing up but you could smoke Pretty much anywhere. I mean, I remember when you can smoke in Bush Stadium, when you could smoke on a plane, when you could smoke indoors. Right. Oh, and they did. Yes. So they were smoking in the mall in Texas in uh, George Bush and his uh, Secret Service. What, am, what, what do you call it? Detail. 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 Was this this detail. was after he was like, yeah. right, right after. Yeah. So Aunt he G and of Grandma office. broke through the security detail and said, "We just want to let you know." We didn't vote for you. We voted for Clinton, but we sure do like you. Like, we like you a lot. <laughs> and they probably walked away saying, kid, we do
0: like you. Yes! So, I mean, because they called everyone a kid. And so if you wonder where your Aunt Libby and I get a little of this sass from, Angie, oh. and Grandma. You bet your britches.
1: But I'm... I'm- Almost positive if I had to bet that she was a male child. I bet she came first before her brother. Well,
0: we'll have to... Confirm that. Yes, but I do believe you're true. True. and
1: Well, I'm usually right. I mean, I think <laughs> our listeners are going to find that throughout the podcast. Okay, episodes. that goes back to why
0: is my middle child so angry? <laughs> Evie, do you feel like you're an angry middle child? You are my middle child. That's why you're on this, because there are really... The rest of the family the other true middle Mark child is, would be Mark, but he might be a little dangerous to like be on the show. I mean, even though we say you can say a few cuss words and ten. Ten now. He'll he'll be on the show one of this one of these days, but
1: Mark and then Nick would be in the same boat as like Aunt G or her brother. Right. Like because who came twins. first? I think Nick came first, but anyway. You it's are a true the same male same child. With twins. I'm not like,
2: sure
0: he came like first.
1: he may have come first. See, this is what we'll all clarify they when treat Laura's them as here. One right, age right. A lot. Well, that's what your mom's doing to me when she lumps me with at Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> well, just if that's what she had to like.
0: No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I mean, one of the statistics, like when it talks about traits of middle children, one of them is that they're angry. They show displeasure being overlooked because they feel like they're overlooked in terms of parental time, attention, special treatment.
2: See, like, I don't complain about that, though. No. Like, I know I don't get as much parental attention, but I feel like that's... No, it's by my choice. Like, I isolate myself and don't talk to anyone by my
0: You're the You're the quiet one.
2: Well, I'm not necessarily quiet. I just... I don't like talking half the time. Like I literally (laughs) I enjoy spending time with myself more than I do
1: other people. That's a great trait.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad trait. It's it one of the traits of middle children is you know the importance of alone time. I mean, so obviously that factors into you. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think we're all like that. Like the three of us here. Like we're very, very social, but we very much appreciate and like really carve out the alone time that we can have. Like yeah. when I
0: silence my phone at 8 <laughs> o'clock at night, yeah. and I have 25 texts for my sisters the next day.
2: <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like part of that alone time, like, you're also more self-sufficient, which, I mean, that's probably
1: what Well, middle children are for sure. Mo- no, for yeah. uh, sure. sure. <laughs> no,
0: that is one of the biggest traits. That's why over 52% of uh, presidents. presidents are middle yeah. children, because they, all of these Traits one being the quality of alone time, keeping the peace, finding creative ways to get attention. Independence is like the number one trait of middle children. So, which I would definitely say you're the most independent. I even yeah. said that to you with some of your, as we come up upon college essays and there's things that she's like, oh, I already took care of that. Where's her brother? Well, Who as is a very ch- smart kid. I'm like,
1: Ooh, have to... to <laughs> Well, as a middle child, you have a lot of self-efficacy, right? Yeah. I mean, What does that mean? You just figure it out. You just do it. Right. And if you do it wrong the first time, you you try it again until you get the result that you want.
0: Yeah, because you generally don't ask me or call me or look for help from your dad or I unless you've tried several times.
2: Yeah. And oh my god! Like, I love that. This thing called Google.
1: That <laughs> you need to teach your brother that. You need to teach everybody that. When people ask questions, like, uh, "Did you whose phone is it's that?" Mine, it's mine. It's <laughs> mine. I'm not going to take that call. Is it one of our other sisters? <laughs> it isn't. No, it's not. But it's an oldest child, of course. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's why he wasn't invited here today. <laughs> she. Yeah. You'll, you use the word efficacy.
0: Is that the right
1: word? Like self-efficacy. Efe- efficiency.
0: Okay. efficiency. No, I don't know. You've
1: Sometimes. never heard of the word self-efficacy? No. With, yeah,
0: Larissa's words, I think. She was a very creative child. Did she make oh that up? Oh, my God. Efficiency. It's a real And word. I was an English major, so
1: I should know, but I don't. How know. well one can execute courses of action required to deal with prospective situations? Mm. Say what? Human efficacy affects every area of human endeavor. By determining the beliefs a person holds regarding their power to affect situations, it strongly influences both the power a person actually has to face the challenges competently and the choices a person is most likely to make. Say what? There that, you go, Evie. That's like the total definition of a male child.
0: I feel like that sounds
1: like ecstasy to me. What's that drug? Ecstasy? Ecstasy. Oh,
0: Lord, you've never done that, have you? <laughs> no. Oh, my
1: God. That's a different it podcast fact that you all together. That's what I. It literally or,
2: sounded, sounded.
1: That's what it made me think of. Oh my
0: goodness! I'm glad it made you think of ecstasy, Evie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, but that's what makes you so funny. You're smart.
1: I mean, it's it's kind of like that balance of self awareness where you take your experience. And you take your willingness and bravery to do things that maybe you haven't done before, and you balance both and go forward. And I think middle children do that all the time.
0: Yeah. it, it It's different being a middle child. You definitely, like, have to be a pro at keeping the peace a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get good at that. Like, I know in one of our last sister conversations, well, it was when we were at Pierre Marquet, and you and Leslie were talking to me about, like, how... I was the closest to mom and dad or you know, I think it was I have been thinking about that a lot. I think I did things when I was young in order to like please Help them, out. keep the peace. No, more like I don't know. I wanted that attention, you know? Like so I
2: That's how you got
0: it did things.
1: I agree with you and I did the
0: complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> you were involved in a lot of things, but like I
1: was, but I, I mean, was I wanted very to be president at the pet yeah.
0: club. Cause dad was like president of the booster club. You were like drama, so which
1: you, you were
2: like sucking up to them. And well, it, that's yes, they look yes, at yes, yes. acting Saying, out oh, Thanks for being on their attention. side. That's
0: exactly what they'd said to me on our girls. Yes. Trip,
1: thank you. That I
0: was a suck up. I was trying to spin it to a nicer. Like <laughs> that was my creative way of getting attention, which is one of the traits of middle children. The other, another trait is to be known to be a tad melodramatic. So I'll give that one to Libby.
1: Yes, uh, I will wear that yeah. crown, rightfully so. But the, okay, so what, and I don't see this so much in you, Evie, you're pretty an authentic middle child. But, you know, nowadays it's more like how you identify. So I firmly believe I'm a middle child. I have felt that way for a long time. Lisa, I think you we are clearly too. We totally know. You tell me that all the time. But yes. <laughs> but we have definitely identified as the oldest from time to time. Right? Oh, yeah. Our older sister will love it. Yeah, she's not going to like that. But- Ouch!
0: No, I 100% agree. That's why, like, with the whole um, saying that, like, there's a middle child syndrome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind yeah. of the point of this whole conversation. Everybody's heard that. The middle child syndrome. It first came about as a theory by, let's see, what's the Austrian psychologist, Evie, which is uh, what she's looking to major in. Alfred Adler in the early 20th century. And the gist was that middleborns feel left out and resentful as they don't receive the same privileges as the oldest or the same pampering as the youngest. However, scientific research, yada, 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 hasn't proven that. But, you know, I mean, I definitely think the oldest gets a lot of attention. I can even say that. Well, and I mean, I'm still just, raising my yeah. kids, you know, because you're trying well, to figure at first, it out and then, you, you know, the at youngest because yeah. you're trying to figure it out so everything is a big deal. I mean, it's it's from the minute they're born, you know, everything's a big deal from the diapers you buy to, you know, the car you buy when they're 16 if if you're lucky enough to be able to do that or, you know. Right. Um, and then the youngest like Annie's turning 16 in a couple weeks and I mean, you guys have a car for Maggie, and we're like, "Ah, we'll figure it out." You know, (laughs) she's freaking out. I'm like, "You're so... We'll come through. We'll come through. You're gonna have a car to drive." I mean, like, this wasn't a thing at our house, and our dad like worked at a car dealership. You know, like we didn't expect it, but I got one. So, but I didn't.
1: (laughs) Hey, note did you note that? (laughs) Check in my box. Okay, but uh, so yeah. Okay, so when you told me this was our topic uh, today, <laughs> I was thinking about myself, and then I was thinking about you and your past, and I—oh, Lord, that's scary. Okay, I mean, so
0: not that I have like a, shady, a you know shady past, but
1: oh, hello. So you <laughs> never? No, well, I guess I shouldn't say never. Never, always—I don't like all those terms, right? But okay. So, not that I know of, you never really fell in love with or dated long-term anybody that was a middle child until you married a middle child, like me. Like, I dated guys, and I fell in love with guys, but none of them were middle children. But we both ended up marrying middle children. I dated, uh, yeah, you're right. I dated a lot of older. And I then,
0: love when you say I'm right. I
1: love it. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I mean, I didn't
0: really date, though. I wasn't like, I
1: didn't really date. I know. I mean... How do you know I didn't fall in love? I never told you did anything. I, you said date. I said fall in love and dated. You're the ones like, I never date anybody. And we, I I know full well you fell in love with a lot of people. Yeah. But. <laughs> but but <laughs> we're going to change that topic. I, my
0: friends would attest to that too. But my, I married someone who's a middle child. But back to the topic of sometimes you play the role as an older child. Mm-hmm. He is the older child in the. Have you ever met his older brother?
2: God, Mom, let's not. Bash I'm not ripping I'm just saying, have
0: you ever met him? He's very quiet, a very hard worker, but not the typical older child. I mean, Kurt bosses him around like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, Although that's I true. do kind of boss Aunt Laura around.
2: Kurt's, mm-hmm. I mean, not Kurt, dad is like bigger than him too. Yeah. So it's like.
0: Yeah. But. I. Didn't really think about the fact that you married a middle child. You married... Mm -hmm. I mean, I did think about it earlier because I was thinking more about our kids and who has a middle child. Mm -hmm. Um, With you having two, no middle children, but you married a middle child. I don't know why I think of Scott as the youngest, but...
1: (laughs) He's not. He's definitely not. Maybe it's just
0: because his younger sister doesn't live here. But... He's definitely the middle child and takes care of everyone. Keeps he, does, he does. He does. He's peacemaker.
1: And, well, that's such a common theme amongst um, middle children is they, they are the eternal diplomats. For the, sure. The biggest strength.
2: See, when I was growing up, Ben and Annie ganged up on me. Instead yeah. of, like, me and Ben ganging up on Annie.
0: Well, that's not uncommon, though. You're the middle child. Like, I think a lot of times Laura and Leslie have a very close relationship and always have as like the oldest and the baby, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, the the difference with your Aunt Libby and I, because there's two of us in the middle, is that if anyone messed with me, I was really quiet, but I would kick their ass. (laughs) I was like... They try don't you think? I was tough. Say what? She was tough. I mean, Yuri at Laura, like, yeah, she may have driven by me when I was fourteen years old, <laughs> not brought me home. But she never picked on me anymore because you Agreed. just hear her yeah. squealing upstairs because I was like gonna kick holding her ass.
1: a curly hair to her face. Yeah
0: during the shoe. I mean, I was buff too in high school. You were some may say chubby.
1: You I were so not buff. chubby in high school. You were tough. not chubby. You were in
0: high curvy. School. I was curvy. I was.
1: You were very strong. I was very
0: strong. Yeah. Quite strong. Tight. <laughs> but and Leslie's just kind of a wimp. They're not here to defend <laughs> themselves. But
2: yeah. But this, I could see her just starting to cry. Same with Annie. Oh my Annie god, she would, cried all Annie the time. Annie would break down in tears. That's oh probably why
0: Ben picked on you because you're tougher. Yeah. I mean, Ben's not that tough, though. You could, you would could mm-hmm. probably.
2: He stopped beating me up, like.
0: I mean, Ben's strong, but he's such a softy. Once that... he
2: got in like junior high, he didn't do that. Anymore. Yeah, he was. He was or not pick on me. I should say he
0: was a pretty soft-spoken older brother. Probably because I still <laughs> kick his ass if he was mean to them. I mean, he mm-hmm. wasn't like the torture that like our cousin Debbie went through with her older. Oh, we haven't even talked about that middle child, our cousin Doug.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I mean, the
0: stories, we could have a whole podcast on Doug, like, is this your hula hoop? Well, yeah, it is. I'm playing with it. So he chucks it up on a light post and it hangs there for like 20 years. So every time I go to California, really? yeah, I mean, California, not like they have yeah. storms. I mean, I'm surprised the Santa Ana winds didn't blow it down, but <laughs> it was up there for a really long time.
1: <laughs> he is the eternal uh, black sheep.
0: He loves it. Though. But I love him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the best.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, and we're back after a brief interruption there for a moment. But um, we're back, so I want to circle back around to Evie. We were talking about her older brother, Ben, and her younger sister, Annie. Where A lot of times you think the youngest maybe is... The child that gets picked on but Evie feels like she was the one that was picked on or is picked on sometimes when her brother's home but like I said I think it's just because you're the toughest but
2: yeah they gang up on me and then that like made me um so yeah I feel like I was not very outspoken as a child but now I'm definitely more outspoken with an attitude and just like very sarcastic towards everything in my family (laughs) and I feel like that comes a lot from um, a TV show I watched when I was a kid, Wizards of Waverly Place, um, Selena Gomez being the middle child, the main character, and she was definitely just very, like, sassy, um, I remember outspoken. you watching that show
0: all the time. How like, old do you think she was in that show? Or, I mean, like, I when you she. started watching it... Oh, was like, she how re- old I mean, was I? Or? No, how old was she, or, like, her character oh, supposed probably, to be, like, was she, she in high school? She
2: started out when she was, like, 15.
0: But, okay, so you can definitely...
2: Yeah.
1: I think you're more, I think it's more wit than sarcasm. I mean, I love sarcasm, yeah. but wit, because it's funny. And you are I'm kind weird.
2: of a, I'm kind of a smart ass.
1: Yeah. To say you the could least. take some
0: yeah. of the curse words out of some of the things. It's like COVID had kind of taken down any rules that are, I don't know. There should have been <laughs> more rules because everyone was home and all up in each other's business. But instead it was like, they melted away. They're cussing. Like it's, they don't even flinch, but I've We're heard teenagers. other people say that. And te- we I didn't curse. Like teenagers didn't we? these well, days I-
1: are worse. I think that's <laughs> expression therapy. Like you know, I mean, dropping I a good f bomb hey, once in a
0: while. I love a good curse word. I think curse words I mean, don't hurt and anything. It's we used to tell the kids
2: in music more today. Now,
0: too. well, that's for sure because it. Yeah, there's definitely With more rap. explicit. Yeah. Remember when uh, we first had Spotify as a family, and I said, "Who put all this explicit music on here?" And your brother thought explicit was the G-rated version. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> you got to teach him a few things. <laughs> but I don't know. It's fine. You you do you are witty, but maybe find some humor that yeah. doesn't always involve a curse word.
1: Oh, so Shit. you liked that show? I felt like I identified with Van- Vanessa Huxtable. Oh my! On the Cosby Show. <laughs> And uh, Sue, as you know, you and I were speaking about earlier with um, On the Middle. I mean, uh, yes. both shows were absolutely hilarious. I
0: always thought Vanessa Huxtable was kind of whiny. Like, I loved Theo. I, I kind of thought she was whiny, but I loved Sue, though. In
1: but she was always taking care of Rudy, and her real life <laughs> problems are always, I, I loved him.
0: That's true. That's true. Even though the dad maybe isn't such the role model for sure.
1: Well, I mean, that was years after the show. Years,
0: but that was something we always watched as a family when we were growing up. Like, we would watch um, the Goldbergs, Mm -hmm. our family. the Goldbergs. That's another good middle child, Barry's the middle child. Yeah, (laughs) Yes, I definitely identify with him more than... That's a great show. But Vanessa, I can see that. I just always thought she was kind of whiny, like Jan Brady. Like, I hated... I loved the Brady Bunch, but everybody wanted to be Marsha, you know? Like, Marsha was marcia 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 well but she was like the all-american she was girl th- yeah um but i always thought jan was kind of whiny but out of the boys peter was the coolest and he was the middle <laughs> child do you know who i'm talking about no christopher knight peter brady
1: he came here do you remember that i do remember well i was pretty you young but I, i've seen pictures and i remember the stories to world that, color press y- mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh he was fine but
0: he's like a famous God. furniture designer. Right, or, yeah. I mean, I knew that. I knew the yeah. Christopher Knight collection before the whole Oprah interview with Meghan and Harry. The big deal was that the furniture they were sitting on was part of the Christopher Knight line, which is Peter Brady. Just a little Oh, fact.
2: like as a sponsorship in that interview? Well, no, they just they
0: just, people wanted to know. You know how people are after an interview, like... What kind of wallpaper was it? I mean, they look at the details of the setting and people wanted to know what that furniture was. Wow, Google it. Weird. So, And you know, he used to be have a reality show. He did. Like with one of the girls from America's Top Model that he was engaged to. I did not know that. And um, she was kind of a mess and he was a lot older than her. Um, so yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but. I watched some bad reality shows back. I mean, it was early because it was like.
1: You know, I never, I, you know me, I don't really like <coughs> reality TV. I know. Because. I have enough of it in my real life yeah. <laughs> with my sisters, hence the podcast. You like stuff like
0: <laughs> The Middle and Solid Gold. That was your. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd, yeah. Google
1: that, Evie. Solid Gold. That was your Aunt Libby's
0: favorite show. Marilyn McCoo, baby? She was in an interview lately. Was she the host? No, she was. Yes, yeah, Solid Gold. Her and Andy Gibb for a while, I think, were the hosts of Solid Gold. Anyway, but one of the classic middle children, something my kids always watched was Is Malcolm in the Middle. Oh yeah, that was a great show I mean, too. I mean, that's
2: of, what it was centered around him I being mean, the middle with child.
0: Bryan Cranston is the dad. It such mm-hmm. a good show. Okay, now I have some more things I might need to go back and binge. Because that would be a good one. And I never watched all of the middle. Yeah.
2: I think that one's on Hulu. Is
0: it? Okay. We'll check that out. But I did find out, too, in our little interruption that we were talking about the twins earlier. And Vincent was born first.
1: He was. He was born first.
0: And Nick was tiny, remember? We have nephews, twin nephews. And uh, they were, like, under two pounds. They were born... 28 weeks early? Man,
1: I would have bet money it was Nick first. Okay. Nope, it was Vincent.
0: I texted Laura. So that'll be discussed at a later time, because twins really don't count in the middle child factor. I know we've talked about our twin nephews. We talked about our Aunt G, who is a twin, Mm -hmm. um, who lost her brother at a younger age, but that's maybe for another day. Mm -hmm. When our sister and maybe somebody else who has twins can... Chime in. Can chime in, because that's a whole other birth order. But so... Do you guys think middle child syndrome really exists?
1: Hell yes, I do. <laughs> I don't really know.
0: I mean, birth order. Don't you think there's something to it? That's the whole yeah, point of this bit. is birth order is, I mean, basically traits attributed to each family member and they can seem very spot on. Like a lot of people say, it's very spot on with middle children, um, like a lot of, I think We talked about this or maybe not that a lot of the youngest end up being comedians or a lot of comedians are the youngest child. And so a lot of traits carry over to what people think is, you know, a birth order. And there's something called the Barnum effect. Um, It's the psychological phenomenon when seemingly specific personality descriptions are actually vague enough to apply to a lot of people. So, I mean, really, you could...
2: That's like star signs. Right. Everyone Mm -hmm. thinks...
0: They compare that to like horoscopes. They apply and, exactly. Yeah. Horoscopes and fortune telling. And I mean, if you throw enough characteristics out there, a couple of them are going to be accurate. Yeah. But I don't know. We're going to keep our claim to fame and continue to claim that we're the middle I love children, being middle right, child. girls? Yeah,
2: yeah, I like being middle
0: child. Do you? Oh, thank okay. God. Yeah. Less pressure, maybe, than the older one.
2: I feel like sometimes middle children use it as an excuse, though.
0: But I'm not letting you do that with all this college stuff coming mm-hmm. up and maybe don't pressure you as much as I did your brother because you're on it more, but I don't know. To be continued, maybe you can discuss that with your shrink someday. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> or maybe you're going to be the shrink someday, maybe. so. There
1: you go. Yep.
0: Take that knowledge and that life experience and use that in your future field, Evie.
2: Yeah, I'll talk to myself in a mirror.
0: Okay, there you go.
1: She <laughs> loves her much. You're good enough so and you're smart enough, and gosh darn it. Us yeah. other and I'm just love perfect. you. You're perfect.
0: Oh, you are. You are perfect just the way you are. So, we kind of have tried to decide a few ways to maybe wrap up a podcast because they're going to be all over the map, all different topics. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one we're hoping is my sister Leslie is involved, and then. We have a trip coming up that hopefully all four of us Grease Bomb Girls will be able to record a couple of podcasts. So we'll get some experience under our belt. But to basically, no matter what our topic is or no matter who our guest is, we want to wrap it up in a similar way. So we kind of have this saying among us Grease Bomb Girls, it's don't grease the bomb. And it came after what?
1: Don't hassle the hawk. <laughs> <laughs> David
0: Hasselhoff always wore a t-shirt that said, Don't Hassle the Hoff. I still have my Don't Grease the Bomb t-shirt. I still have mine, too. Yeah. Aunt Libby made me. I wore it on your 40th birthday, actually. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I might have to dig that out for...
1: I know. I know exactly the, where mine is. The big
0: birthday that's coming up for our older sister. But, um, so anyway, we'll we'll send it to this middle child for Don't Grease the Bomb. It's what we say. Don't Grease the Bomb every...
2: It's like things that shook up society.
0: This week. Yeah, or recently. Recent
2: Recent time. So,
0: what do you think? The what's your don't grease the bomb?
2: Uh, maybe like I don't know. You guys probably won't even know about this at
0: all. The, oh well, it doesn't okay. Matter.
2: Give it. Maybe I don't know. know. Try it. Do you, know, do you it, know who David Dobrik is?
0: Is he the he's he's the a YouTuber, YouTuber mm-hmm. who he was at the U of I.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, yes. Yeah. I he did go to the U of I, but yeah, he's one of the biggest YouTubers in this whole of course, scandals going out and he's getting canceled because of cancel culture. But his was like that he, so he films videos of his friends, like doing stupid stuff. Right. So the thing was that he like pressured these girls into going off and hooking up with his friend, like Uh, for the video. And so like all these other YouTubers are like speaking out against him and saying all the bad things they've done. And so yeah, that's and he's literally was one of everyone's favorite YouTubers. Right. Right. And like he never did anything wrong and now all this is coming out and everyone's canceling
0: him. So when did Which that I happen? Has that been just a while past ago? week?
2: No, just this past week. past week.
0: this they week. wanting to cancel wanting to cancel that or that that incident no, happened? No, I
2: think he is... Can- no, the incident was, like, years ago. Okay, that's
0: what I'm a Like, well, that's a whole other podcast. Mm-hmm. The cancel mm-hmm. culture. Which, I mean, I don't know. Inc-
2: I think it's rightful, like, or just that they're doing it because... I mean, lots of like the people that were in his inner circle are like speaking out against him too. So right. it's not just like it's some made up thing.
0: Well, to be continued because right. I mean, I don't know enough about that to have an opinion. And there's but so many layers to it. Cancel culture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, obviously it concerns you. It concerns your aunt Libby and I. Um, people make mistakes. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe they need to have a chance to but it redeem themselves like, and not just immediately be canceled. And He
2: did make, like, an apology video like YouTubers do, and people didn't think it. Like, I, don't, I watched it, and it was really short, and he...
1: Like, it didn't come off as sincere?
2: No, and he didn't really get into it at all or, like, explain the behind okay. the scenes of it. He just, like, kind of wrote it off. and.
0: Huh. This is definitely a topic for an entire podcast, but that's a good one. I'm glad now I'm going to read into that. just the cancel culture. Yeah.
1: I agree. But that's a great, um, oh, sorry. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that is uh, a good topic for you to bring up because like we said earlier, children, our middle children tend to be diplomats. And so they Mm -hmm. want to, they're not afraid of that conversation and really hashing it out and discussing both sides of it. Yeah. So good job. You I, that is good.
2: Okay, so what's your Don't Grease the Bombs?
0: Well, do we need more than one? No, that, don't that's Evie's. Nah. No, I mean, do right. I do Yeah, I, well, I, No, I we'll think, just do it. Yeah. I, think that's, I think one's good. But we also are going in on a positive note. Because Don't Grease the Bomb probably is something that annoys us, which we could go on and on about that Illini game. That was super <laughs> annoying. Actually, no, because it's...
2: It was just bad the entire time. Yeah,
0: because we're... But... Um, uh, I want everybody to end their show with what their walk up song would be. Walk up, walk out. Walk up. Walk, walk up. up song like a baseball player.
2: Like their song that. What's defines your, what's going on right what's now? What's your
0: theme song this week in your head? Yeah, what defines what's going on? Like mm-hmm. I loved because I was we had talked about this, and um, my friend Katie had posted on her. I Insta saw story. I, I saw her killer Instagram. queen mm-hmm. by Queen, and I'm like, oh, of course, you know she. She is fabulous. She is a queen. So um, I thought that was great. And that made me think of walk up songs. So
2: you go first. We're okay. Yours. Well, mine
0: would definitely be it's been playing in my head over and over Holiday by Madonna because we're planning a trip. I'm just trying to keep working and keep getting through, you know, the long checklist of things before it's really time to pack and go on this family vacation with the entire family of sisters and kids. So, um, yeah, holiday is mine that's my theme song probably for the whole month oh you're both looking at your phone no
2: it's i like, just want to I, sure like, I have th- no idea what
1: mine is all right so mine is very old school but yours is mine oh is my <laughs> do we have to count and the years this is just because i have spring fever so bad and i'm loving the weather and everything but mine is break my stride by matthew wilder i love that song
2: you guys are picking like old people songs oh, <laughs> old people songs
1: but How about just like classics?
0: Well, they're 80s songs and that's the decade your aunt and I That
1: was released in 1983. That's oh crazy. I was 4 years old. But I just love that song. That's a cl- that song, super still,
0: upbeat. Yeah. Some songs are just timeless.
2: Okay, I found mine. Yeah, mine is We Are Young by fun.
0: Oh, I love that song. I don't oh, know I love because That song.
2: I don't know. When I listen to it, I think of like getting older move yes. in next chapter and i feel like i'm doing so many things like college wise and it's making me sad
1: oh don't be sad
2: because i don't know i just don't like i don't want to be an adult
0: you're not yet you've but said. i'm
2: also don't want to be a kid anymore so i'm kind of conflicted but there's that
1: you're
0: pulled you're in the yeah. middle
2: yeah
0: and at 17 and a half that's perfectly normal okay. i love that that's a great song cheers to that cheers mm-hmm. to middle children Good songs. We're gonna play those next. They're all going on my playlist. Peace out.
1: Rock on. Oh, yeah. Audio. <laughs> <laughs>